So, growing up, uh, you know, when I'd ask my parents for something, and, you know, and I'd go and say, well, can, I, can I do this, or will, will you get me this, or can, can I have that? And sometimes they say yes, but then other times they, I would hear this, oh, I don't know, um, let me pray about it, right? So they would say that, and I would, I would know that that meant no, right? That was, that was their way of letting me down easy. I'll pray about it, all right? So, and so I kind of picked up that trick. And so uh, when somebody asks me for something and I don't want to do it, uh, I'll say that. So if, like, if one of you comes up to me and says, hey, Fatma's here, can we do this? And I say, I'll pray about it. <laughs> Kiss it down. Um, you, you, do you guys remember Father Browning? Yeah, he was here a few years ago, and and uh, and I and I, I do this to my associates too. Like if I don't want to do something that they want or they're asking, I'll, I'll say I'll pray about it. So one time he came up to me and asked for something, and I said that to him. I said I'll pray about it. This is over. This is back at St. Bridget's, uh, where he and I were together uh, after he left here, and I was up there. And he came and said, yeah, can I do this? And I said, I'll pray about it. And he's like, oh, all right. He had already picked up on that little trick. And, and he says, but, he goes, fine, I get it. He goes, but do me a favor. Pray about it, would you? At least pray about it. All right. And just, I said, okay, I, I get it. All right, so I'll pray about it. You know what, and, and the thing is, I did. And I ended up doing what he wanted. Because the Lord changed my heart, right? This is what happens when we pray. Imagine that. Prayer works. And, and so recently, uh, Father Claydar came up to me. And he goes, Dan, uh, I got something I want. I, I think I, I want you to do this. He goes, I want you to, I, I I want you to uh, get a dog. Because <laughs> I think we should have a dog. <laughs> like, that's insane. There's no way we're gonna get a dog. That's nuts. And 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 so, what do you think I said? I'll pray about it. <laughs> He's like, ah, because he knows he knows what that meant. But you know what? I like, I prayed about it. So, Lord, I know, I I know this is crazy, but I I I told him I pray, so I'm praying. But I know you're gonna say no. Well. I'm praying about it, and, and all of a sudden I start to feel my heart get all kind of excited about a dog. I mean, I grew up with dogs, right? But as a priest, dogs are somewhat impractical because, you know, we're gone a lot and we're all over the place, and, you know, dogs are kind of high maintenance, right? And so you, you got you to gotta take care of them. I'm like, man. But then I started, like, did this list of things that I would have to do or we would have to do, and... And so I said, all right, guys, I'm not saying yes, but let's talk about it. And Father Jack was very practical uh, and, you know, just very honest. He says, look, I, th I can't wait to get a dog. We get a dog. That's fantastic. But it's one thing. I'm not going to take care of it. So, <laughs> so don't be looking for me. Uh, it's like, that's fair. But in Father Claydar, he's like this little puppy running around thinking, oh, this is great. I'll do, I'll take care of it. I'll feed it. I'll take it out. You know, 
famous last words, right? And so we're talking about it. And we're, uh, we're trying to work it out. And there's a lot of things. You know, who's going to walk it? And what happens when we're all gone? We've got to find parishioners who are, who are going to uh, take care of the dogs. So we'll have a sign-up sheet for you on the way out. <laughs> And then what kind of dog do we get? So we're, we're talking about that. And, and it, it'll it's ostensibly be my dog, so I get to pick. And uh, I would love a golden retriever, but that's way too much hair. And a bullet, black clothes, that doesn't work. And, uh, but there's a, there's, a, there's a dog that looks sort of like them that I absolutely love. And it's a short hair, so it doesn't shed very much. And so if we do get one, it'll be that. We have to find one, though. It's called a Rhodesia Ridgeback. Have you ever seen one of these things? They're amazing. Uh, and they, the Rhodesia, they, were, they were bred in Africa. And you know what for? These things? They were bred in Africa to hunt lions. Now that is, that's a dog worthy. Uh, <laughs> priest worthy. Right? Oh, they're amazing. So uh, we've got to find it. We'll see what happens, but I, I, my point is this: I prayed about it. To get back to the to the uh, to the issue at hand here, I prayed about it, and see what happens. when We pray is that the Lord is going to move us to where He wants us to be. Isn't that the point? Um, because what He's upset with here are people who say one thing but do another. People who say, "Yes, Lord, I love you. You're amazing." Uh, I'll follow you, I'll do whatever you say. And then they turn around and they just live their life without him. Like he doesn't matter. He doesn't like that. And he says, you know, if you're going to say yes to me, then do what, do what you said yes to. I've got plans for you, he says. And I, and I expect that you, if you're one of my followers, you're going to listen to me and you're going you're to let my life in you and that life is going to change you. Now, here's the rule. We don't like that. There's something in us that is terrified of letting the Lord change us. So I say yes to him, and I actually do what he says, my life is going to be different. And that life that's different is no longer my life, it's his life. It's on his terms. We don't like that. And that's the, I think that's why we get awfully pharisaical. So yeah, yeah, Lord, I'll do, what you, I'll do that, but we have no intention. No. The thing that's better... I know this sounds crazy, but the thing that's better is to say, Lord, I have no intention of doing what you want me to do. I'm not changing my life. I'm not following you. I'm not going to adjust my behavior to be a disciple of yours. Forget it. People think I'm crazy. It's, you know, I, I, it's totally inconvenient, and I don't want to do it. He can work with that. Because if we pray, like we're supposed to, eventually what he's asked us to do, they've said no to, we're going to end up doing it. Me with the guys. I'm not getting a dog. Pretty soon there's going to be this dog out in front greeting you at mass. <laughs> we'll put a little cassock on him, huh? <laughs> uh, hey, folks, let me tell you this. If you ever, if I get a dog, and I do something like that, you run me out of town, okay? Because that's nuts. All right, don't ever let me do that. Um, that's crazy stuff. Um, but pray, and all of a sudden you're going to be doing what uh, the Lord wants you to do. 
And, and he, can, he, and his love for us, wants to bring us back to this place where we can do that, not without this, without this being forced into it or thinking it's some lousy thing and I've got to follow Jesus and who wants to do that? He wants to be something like that we do it like breathing, like with ease. See, in the beginning, when we were friends with God, everything we did with him was totally second nature. It was, like, it was like breathing. It's like, Lord, I'm your friend, and it's lovely being with you, and I wouldn't want to be or do anywhere else, do anything else. I'm with you. It's it. It's awesome. It's easy. And then we threw it away, and the, all salvation history since then has been God trying to get us back into his friendship so that we can love him, not because we're told to, not because we have to, not because, you know, the, the church says we're supposed to do this or that's because it's like my own heart. Like, how, how could I do anything else? It's who I am. It's what I've become. Now all of us here, brothers and sisters, let's face it. We've all got a little bit of the tax collector and the prostitute in us, don't we? Pardon my speech. I mean, what is, what is the, the tax collector? He, he's an idolater. He worships money. What is the prostitute? I mean, she's somebody who, or he is somebody who worships uh, the flesh. They've sold themselves to something else. They've got another, something in their life that isn't of God. We've all got things like that. Where have we, where have we got these false idols? Money, sex, power, whatever they might be. Under whatever little disguise we've dressed them up so we can live with ourselves. What is it? We've all got it. Say, Lord, what do you want me to do to make myself a disciple? What do I have to get rid of? What do I have to do and be in my life in order to have that life of you alive? Huh? Think about it. Where's your idol? Where is it? What is it? You've got to get rid of it. And that scares us. So pray about it. Pray about the thing in your life that keeps you from loving Christ the way you're supposed to. And eventually the Lord is going to take that thing away. And all of a sudden you're, going to, you're, you're just like, yeah, take it. I don't want it anymore. He'll, he'll do that. But we've got, we got to start. We've got to pray. We've got to pray about it. Yeah. So there we are. That's, that's kind of the deal. And then once you kind of get your, clear the decks, then you say, all right, now I've gotten rid of the thing that kept me from being your friend. Now, as a friend of yours, what, do, what, do I, what am I supposed to do? And that's when you have to start saying, all right, maybe it's pray with my spouse. Do you think if you ask Jesus if he wants you to pray with your spouse, he's going to say no? <laughs> maybe it's to pray more. Maybe it's to go to adoration. Maybe it's to... Maybe it's to go visit somebody you haven't seen in a while. Maybe it's to forgive somebody you haven't forgiven. Maybe, maybe it's to get rid of something in your life that keeps you from being good or feeling good about yourself. Ask him. He'll tell you. But you've got to pray. And once you ask him, you've got to do it. Here's the thing. I'll leave it with this. I tell guys in confession, and I'm saying it to all of you because it applies to everybody. But men need lists, and so you know, sometimes they, they, they need to have a little uh, kick in the behind, you know? And, and so I'll, I'll say to them, hey, you know, that, that, that thing you're talking about, you know, you, you think you're going to gut it out. You think you're just going to make it happen. It's not going to happen. Like, not like that. Because you're doing it, you think you're going to do it all yourself. No, these things that 
we need to get out of our life or things we need to bring into our life that are going to make us better. Only he's, he's got to help us. He's got to do it. So you've you got you to get to that spot where you've actually asked the Lord to be a partner with you. And so the way to do, the, do that is this. Everybody should have something in their life every single, every single day that you say no to, that you want to say yes to. So today, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. The whole point is that your will is like a muscle that you need to exercise. And if you don't exercise, it gets flabby and it's useless. If we don't exercise our will, our will is incapable of making the important decisions in favor of Christ. All we'll do is things that are pleasing to us because that's all we've got strength for. So exercise that will. and You do that every day by making a sacrifice. So today... I'm not going to listen to the radio. Today, I'm staying off my social media. Today, I'm not going to be on my tablet. Today, I'm going to take a cold shower. Today, I'm not going to put salt on my food. Today, I'm not going to eat that cookie. Today, today, today. What am I going to do? A, a, a symbolic, meaningful gesture of, of, of strengthening my will so that when the moment of decision and temptation uh, and, and challenge comes, I will have the strength to do what the Lord wants me to do because He's in me and He's, and he's a part of me and I've given Him free reign. There we go, brothers and sisters. So, it's, it is a good thing to ask the Lord what He wants you to do. And it is a good thing to pray about it. It is an even better thing to do it. So that when God looks at you, what does he see? Does he see you? Or does he see something else? We want to get to that place where the Father looks and loves in us what he sees and loves in Christ. Amen? All right.